What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 508th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Will. I low energy. <laughs> Hello, friends. And welcome to the It's Super Effective podcast. Greg, also welcome to It's the Super Effective podcast. Hello and good day, friends. Will is tired from sliding into so many DMs that oh he, boy, oh boy, he is. I got a little DM'd bit of rug burn. <laughs> yeah, sliding in Instagram, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Nowhere is safe. Like if you want, if you want my Instagram and Snapchat, just get on Tinder because I just put it right there on my profile, <laughs> so everybody can slide up in my DMs. You know how it works. I, I mean, I can. I know what they are too. So if you want to go the indirect wingman route, I changed send me a my message. Snapchat name. Because they let you change the name now. This is a Pokemon show. Welcome. Uh, we're here to talk about the news. And oh. Is there news? Is there anything that's going to top bread or did we peak and this is just the downward slide to retirement? Uh, we have nothing about the uh, Korean bread fiasco. No. The, that, that, that saga has, has might have dried up. But we do have some Pokemon news here. And let me just look at he, today's the ninth, so we'll have uh, another normal episode, and then Greg and I will be at PAX, so we'll figure out what that what's going to be happening when we... Uh, it's PAX. the Will Show. It could be just Will. We could just record early. I don't know. We'll figure it out. So, How are you guys going to do the thing? What the? That's the, the thing that's next weekend that you had to register for? Oh, the no, International the Ice thing. Tournament? I don't know if that's a news item. Oh yeah, that <laughs> that, that is our first bit of news. We can I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> Next weekend is the uh, what do they call those? The IC, the International Challenge, where you can You're the Pokemon Pro here register. Look, I I don't even have a news article of this off the top. Uh, it is where you compete in Pokemon Sword and Shield. You do three battles at least. This weekend, starting Friday, 12 a.m. UTC, which I think ends up being like 7 p.m. Central Time on Thursday, because UTC is in the future. Uh, if you do three battles, you will get a shiny Galarian Moltres. You have to open up your copy of Sword and Shield. You'll have to register under the Verse menu, sign up for online competitions. It'll say the April International Challenge. You will not get your shiny Moltres until after the tournament is over, which will probably be Monday or Tuesday when the rankings are posted. Uh, and then you'll be able to get but it But from... that's next weekend. PAX is the weekend after. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got time. Oh, so you confused everybody. No, no. We, yeah, we're, or we're just we're, me. We got time. <laughs> this is your last time to sign up. This is it. Sign up. Do it. I remembered. Once the tournament starts, you cannot sign up. Uh, you can sign up literally right now. You don't need a team ready. You just have to go in and say, I want to sign up, and that's it. There's no other restrictions. Guess what? You're literally raising your hand and saying, I want to participate. Yeah, I already did it. I already signed up. I'm ahead of the too. curve. Did you get the other two? Heck yeah. Because yeah. here's the problem, which I think I've said before. I can't find Galarian Articuno. I go up on that hill, I look, I look, I hear it scream at me every time I get up there, and I can't find it. And then, you know, I go to the Isle of Armor every day, I'll land, one does. I hear that one scream at me when you land, I can't find that thing, 
And then I go over to the nursery in the wild area, and I'm pretty sure somebody's screaming at me over there too. It's true. That and is, I can't find it. So I do these the competitions. Yes. So I, I play these competitions so I can get those birds without having to, which I can't find them because I'm not going to go on the internet and ruin the fun of mm. this game. <laughs> the fun. <laughs> I, I, I will say I also got my Dark Rite ticket in, in BDSP. Oh, yeah. I got my Arceus flute in BDSP. I did those, and I have those babies in my luxury ball for my luxury ball collection. Boy, that game is a th- certainly a thing. Fantastic, nostalgic, throwback experience to the original days of two-dimensional Pokemon. No, yes. it's not the original experience. The old games were actually better. Did you go, I go <laughs> jump in a lake, you. I couldn't. They blew up the lake. There were magic carp everywhere. There were three lakes. There are three lakes. Pick one of the other two. Got Go to it. the one that's up north that's not frozen, even though it's in the snow. Speaking of BDSP, uh, there was um, some discussion from one of the main data miners of the Pokemon games uh, in regards to possibly why BDSP and Pokemon Home uh, have not happened yet. It's been six months, I believe. <laughs> Since BDSP has come out? Five. I uh, did a whole YouTube video about that. Uh, Well, I talked about it on Twitch. It'll be turned into a YouTube video. I don't have the mental energy to go through that all again. Plus, uh, it references a lot of tweets. The too long didn't read is that BDSP and home will probably work. I don't see why they would go back on that. But it doesn't. But the... uh, seems that the the way that BDSP is programmed has made it very complicated compared to the Even other Pokemon games. Even though Ilka games. made both. So Ilka only made the mobile version of Pokemon Home. Game ah. Freak made the Switch version. That is also why they are very different in many systems. Because the Switch version of Pokemon Home is using a stripped-down version of Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is Game Freak's programming language. Arceus and literally every other Pokemon game is also main series Pokemon game is using Game Freak's programming language and BDSP is using Unity. Niantic figured it out, but I... Yeah, I mean, if Niantic can figure it out, a real programming company Just can. give me an API. What do you mean by real programming company? I'll because <laughs> BDSP is Ilka's first game and... Uh... They made home. What else has Niantic made that survived? Niantic has made uh, quite a few games. Uh, uh, and if that we're, survived. If, Pikmin Bloom? I'm still playing it every day. Ingress? Nobody plays that game. It died. That's um, not true. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to say that Pokemon Home is a more or a better made product than Pokemon Go or Ingress, <laughs> I got news for you. Because they're What's charging, the they're charging sixteen ninety nine for Pokemon Home, and that is uh, asking a lot. I once a year, yeah. Niantic is like, hey, do you want to look at the screen? Fifty cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety minutes for fifty cents. Uh, switching gears here, Azumarill is coming to po- or is now in Pokemon it's Unite it's, as of it's yesterday here. And people are mixed. I felt like every Pokemon added to Unite 
came across overpowered except for Trevenant. <laughs> well, and apparently Azumarill, because... Uh, it says right here, at level 1 and 3, Meryl can learn Tackle and Bubble. When using Tackle, the Aqua Mouse Pokemon charges forward, damaging any Pokemon along the way. And then when attacking with Bubble, Meryl sprays the Bubble Cone, damaging a opposing Pokemon in the area and decreasing their movement for a short time. Meryl evolves into Azumarill at level 5. Bubble will be upgraded either into Whirlpool or Aqua Tail. Whirlpool generates four small Whirlpools around Azumarill as it moves. One of these Whirlpools hits an opposing Pokemon. The Whirlpool deals damage and restores some of Azumarill's HP. If the Whirlpool hits a Pokemon on an opposing team, however, more HP is restored. Whirlpool can be re upgraded to reduce its cooldown and to increase the HP restored. Bubble can also be uh, upgraded to Aqua Tail. This move increases the speed and effect area of Azumarill for the next three basic attacks. These attacks hit from a distance, they deal increased damage, restoring Azumarill's HP, and can ignore the defense stat and shield effects of opposing Pokemon when hit. When Aqua Tail is upgraded, Azumarill's next three basic attacks afterwards will also reduce the cooldown of Azumarill's moves when those attacks hit an opposing Pokemon from a distance. At level 7, Tackle can either upgrade into Play Rough or Water Pulse. Water Pulse increases Azumarill's movement. Jeez, like this whole Pokemon is like increased speed and like heal. Movement speed for a brief time changes Azumarill's next basic attack into a lunge that targets one opposing Pokemon from a range. Play Rough can be upgraded to reduce the cooldown and to increase Azumarill's movement speed. Tackle can also be upgraded to Water Pulse, which is when Azumarill shoots a blasting pulse of water forward in a direction. When the blast hits, it decreases the Pokemon's movement speed and deals damage to Pokemon in an area around the Pokemon that was just hit. Blast of Water will automatically bounce to another target if one is available, including the first Pokemon hit. Blast of Water can bounce in between up to three opponents opposing Pokemon consecutively. And it does not say that restores HP. And finally, its Unite move is called Belly Bash. Why didn't they just call it Belly Drum? Or whatever. Because uh, it acts different. When Azumarill... I mean, if it does damage, it can't be Belly Drum, right? I guess. When Azumarill unleashes Belly Bash on an opposing Pokemon, it pounds the belly three times. That's like Belly Drum. Creates a shield for itself. Uh, with each pound, Azumarill loses HP. Oh, that is like Belly Drum. Uh, in exchange for increased attack, Azumarill can still move while it's pounding its belly. Afterwards, Azumarill charges its opponent, charges at the opposing Pokemon, dealing damage and throwing all opposing Pokemon... It hits while charging. So it's kind of like Snorlax's thing, kind of. Kind of. Not good, I played against and with a lot of Azumarill and has made zero impact, really. Mm. Other than, like, oh, there's an Azumarill. And everybody pretty much ignores it because it doesn't do much. You're still lucky to unite, though. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm why still are you putting time into it if you're not enjoying <laughs> it, Greg? Uh, here's the thing. When I can pl I get, like a lot with the night, if I can play with people, I have a great time. Even when it's a frustrating game. If I'm playing solo, that game is abysmal. I see that. Uh, also, if you play at night solo, like anytime America time, 7 p.m. on, that game is hot garbage. <laughs> if you play around noon, game is brilliant. I don't know what it is about. Isn't that day like all players competitive games versus night players, but day players great. People, 
I still don't know how this game has been out this long and people still don't go down to Dreadnought. I don't understand. I made I, I made a TikTok say, about it two or three months ago, right? When it was when, you know, Unite was hot. I made a TikTok about it. It was like, you know, it was one of those it was one of the shower trends and then it's yep. like when your opponent your 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 team doesn't rotate to Dreadnought. And people in the comments were like, I'm never going down to Dreadnought. Rotom is better. Rotom is not better. <laughs> no, it, no it, it's true. It's not. Rotom is not better. It's not. It's not better. It's so frustrating. I will say this, though. I am Masters over 1400, so I'm at the second level of Masters now. I didn't uh, know there was levels. I, huh? I didn't know there was levels. Yeah, so there's you, get, like, 12, another... you start at 1200, then okay. you go to 1400, and then you go to 1600. Oh, okay, points. okay, okay. So I'm over 1400 at this point. It, it, it's interesting because as they've as they've added more characters, they aren't necessarily adding new mechanics. Like I look at Azumarill, I'm like, oh, that's that's this Pokemon's this. That's like they're just rescaled moves that other ones have. And well, I, I, mean, I think that's sort. They add, I think that they add new players to football, but they don't change the the game of football. <laughs> yeah, but the individual <laughs> players don't have special moves. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, some do. <laughs> it's not like tell me you don't know sports. That's one of the ways what you just said. But it's it's. I think very they're adding very few new ways that Pokemon interact with the world and they're just shuffling around the basic moves they've had and putting them in different configurations. Like Azumarill is very much I'm like, oh that's that's like Snorlax move and that's that's like Zarina's move and that's you know and that kind of seeing because ha- I I felt that way with the last few. I'm I'm curious at what they're sort of design scale is as they keep introducing things like when are we actually going to get something that's really super new and somewhat game changing like is that not hoopa hoopa like is the wildest thing they've added and i think they said okay well there's hoopa so we don't have to really do anything strange again for another year until this hoopa stuff is you get one per year one yeah because hoopa is mind-boggling just wait till victini's up in there I didn't really hear people talk about Aegislash that much. I mean, it's very fun to play, but none of its moves are particularly. Mm. It's an all-rounder. Uh, it's it's a it's actually one of the few all-rounders I think that's really good in jungle. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of all-rounders are like I gotta go to jungle. Like, no, you shouldn't, uh, because Aegislash actually has ways of jumping to things, so it can act like a speedster. Is Duraludon still um, broken? No, nah, I mean, I think everybody now knows what to do with Duraludon. Like, the minute you see it stop, you're just like, I got to move out of the circle because it has one shot to hit me and I'm out of the circle. Mm. Nah, it's not going to happen. Um, I know about I circles. Think, I play Cramorant. Yeah. I think over. I think overall, the game is mostly balanced. There are some things where you're like, this Pokemon definitely needs to be buffed in a little bit. Um, Trevenant did get a good buff. Like I, I am now able to play Trevenant pretty well, but I still think there are certain ones that, like Lucario, is still like if you have a Lucario, Lucario alone can still hold an entire lane. 
that's still how somewhat broken that book. I would probably is. wager to guess, as somebody who's never played League of Legends, but I would wager to guess there's probably a couple legends that are just very good in League, and they're just always good, I'm assuming. But also, yeah. I think League I has mean, like Greedon 200. Is still, Greedon is still very good. I mean, they did fix the Squovit problem of everybody put Squovit on your team, and Squovit could move so fast it would run across to the other jungle and clear out their jungle because it had such it had such it has such a speed advantage because it can throw those stupid berries so it would move fast and heal itself and they finally fixed that so the problem of like everybody swarming jungle when you see a greed on the other side because you're like well murder that thing because it's coming over to eat everything uh but surprisingly greed greed is still an incredibly strong tank i think the biggest question mark like when you get into a match is still if if they have a hoopa and if you have a hoopa, there's no predicting what's gonna happen. I also still stand by my statement that when you have a Lucario play I still say Lucario players are playing a different game of Unite than everybody else is. Because I can never predict where they're gonna go. They'll say I'm going bottom lane and two seconds in they are I don't even know where. I'm like, how did where did you go? I was your healer. And you are nowhere, and I'm alone. <laughs> I think the like the problem of uh, unite feeling like a different game in the evening is just a general video game thing. Because when Will and I played Destiny, and when Iron Banner would come around, Iron Banner would be a nightmare in the evening. But if we played during the afternoon, it was like a very enjoyable experience. Well, I think I think there's different reasons for why that can happen. Like, like uh, so. I mean, I'll put it in the context, right? With Monster Hunter, when I play early in the morning, and I play early in the morning, I get to play with people. 5 a.m. Yes. I get to play with people in Asia. And guess what? <laughs> Our colleagues in Asia are taking Monster Hunter seriously. They don't mess around. <laughs> if I play in the evening, I'm playing with a bunch of American jokers who are out there for the memes. And I think with Destiny, it was more that that game was like super popular everywhere. And in the evenings, that's when you could get, like, when everybody could play. And Iron Banner was just like, we're just going to randomly mash people together if they're not on a team. And then you're like, oh, am I going to end up with whoever who just got off work? Or, But in the afternoon, it's more of a select, like, I want to play Destiny when I could be, I, I should be at work or I could be doing something else. So probably Unite is more like that second I mean, yes. never, never do random raids in Final Fantasy fourteen on the weekend. That is a lesson in madness. You do, you do all your raiding on Tuesdays when they reset, and all the all the good players are like, "I'm going to get them done for the week." If you wait until a Saturday, you are going to be in that raid <laughs> for a couple oh, hours. Man. See, so that is just the same as Destiny because with Destiny, I think it was like Tuesday when the um, Tuesday when the reset, like, yeah. But, yeah, but it was also the ultra hard, the nightfall uh, stuff. Nightfall would come out, and it's like, let's get the nightfall done, so we don't have to worry about it for the rest of the week. Oh yeah, yeah. If you if you waited till like Sunday or Monday to do nightfall, you were getting you were getting yeah. the the stragglers. There, you were getting the weak it people. Was, it was almost like like every <laughs> Tuesday, Steve, Will, and Drew just like getting in there, getting it done. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you when you jump in on a weekend to a raid, and four people are viewing cutscene. You are you are you are in for a sad sad time. You're like, "Oh, no." 
Um, no, 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 no. Speaking of Lucario, there is a Pokemon TCG Lucario V-Star Premium Collection that just launched yesterday, which is actually kind of crazy because I uh, my target stocked it. Actually, Will's target stocked it on Thursday. Hello. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Richfield target? The Richfield target. Excuse me? Do we have was... to dox Will? <laughs> <laughs> you, know how, you know how big Richfield True. is. Um, I was... I was. I, I thought you asked you claimed the Edina target is your target. The Edina no. target's very nice. That belongs to everyone. That is just... You know there's no liquor section? <laughs> not, that I, not that I drink. Do you know there's no liquor section in the Edina target? Yeah, because Edina's a dry city. I didn't but know this. I've talked about this. There's not so one in the Richfield one either. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, so, yeah. I never have to look for liquor, so but like those... Irene will like message me. She'll be like, hey, can you bring home a bottle of wine for dinner? I'll be like, yeah, whatever. I'll just get you know like a $7 bottle of wine. But then when I she texted me when I was in Edina, I was like, I don't know where it is. And then no. Irene was like, why can't uh, you can't find it? I was like, I don't think they have one here. And then I asked somebody, and they were like, oh, the city of Edina doesn't let us have a yeah. liquor section. Yeah. So it, this is a this was a wild thing, and the reason why like Bloomington and Bloomington West now exist is because Edina passed the no liquor law, and then all of these hotels that were in Edina were like, we need to redraw all the city lines because we need to be able to serve liquor in our bar. And so the map got real wild as all these people annexed themselves from Edina, and Edina shrunk to the size that it is now because they passed the no liquor law. They became a dry city, which is sad for all the uh, so the liquor store down the street drink there a lot because there's a liquor store down the street that I went to to get yep. a bottle of wine for Irene's. That's that is officially in Bloomington now and what? not Edina. It's like two blocks away. It. Yep, they redrew all the lines because the hotels were furious. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. The, the city map for Edina is wild now because of all these people who are like, we're out, we're out, redraw, <laughs> we're out. Anyways, I, I was I was up early before I was up at 8 a.m. I needed to run to Target, went to Target. I was there right as Pokemon cards were being stocked. It was a glorious moment. Oh, that's dangerous. Ooh, that's when all the dudes are out in the, the parking lot. There were no dudes. Yeah, there was, there was no one there. The Target was empty as can be, and they had, uh, I didn't even know these were coming out, but. Um, they came out yesterday. Uh, Lucario V-Star Premium Collection. Uh, set includes two etched promo cards featuring this popular Pokemon. First Lucario V, and then Lucario V-Star. In case those are not enough, this premium collection also includes an etched oversized card of Lucario V-Star, um, a collector pin, a metallic coin, an acrylic V-Star marker. You also get six booster packs. I don't know which booster packs they are. Wait, I have it right here. Hold on. I was are you going to open it? Wow. Ooh. Looks like we open got, it up. Open it up. Not, we got two brilliant stars. Uh, we got a chilling rains. Uh, we got a fusion strike. Oh, those are bad. Uh, we also they also have a more pe- Morpeco, a Morpeco V Union. Look at that chonker. Yes. Morpeco. Does anybody Peco. actually yeah, play Peco. these cards? Do, uh, is there a single deck that can be played with the V Union cards? um that's a good question i don't know (laughs) no the answer is no i think the zashian one is really good uh but i i don't know what current deck lists are looking like for the the tcg what about the 50 pikachus what 50 pikachus that was one of the cards is that one of the the pikachu v union or whatever Mm, i don't remember that one was good or not 
I don't know what's good or not good in competitive TCG. There was the Salt Lake City Regionals. I'm not sure what deck came out. I think Mew. I think Mew came out of that. I think Mew is very good. And I know the European International Challenge or whatever is the happening. But, or going to happen soon. Which I think is in Germany. But yeah, uh, it was it was very weird to see such a full shelf of Pokemon cards for the first. I mean, like I've seen full shelves in the last couple months before, but I think it was weird seeing a full shelf being stocked and not have like eight dudes waiting to grab said things. Um, mm. They still had limit five at the target. I'm not sure. I'd be curious what listeners like how many. Is their target unlimited? Is their target limit three? Is their target limit two? Because last time I was at the Adina target, it was it was limit two. But the, the Richfield one was limit five. Last bit of mobile? The not, not Pokemon Go news? Uh, Pokemon Masters EX. Sonya, Special Costume, and Zarina arrive in Pokemon Masters EX. Which which is weird here that this this is off Pokemon.com. The article doesn't talk about at all about her Zarina being shiny, but it it, it is. <laughs> it's a it surprise. Is. Surprise. It shows it's not the that picture. much of a surprise. It's on the picture. <laughs> get the party start. Oh, get it. Party T E A, like tea party. Uh get the party started with Sonia, special costume, and Zarina. Um, when this uh, sync pair makes their debut, Sonia will be available from April 6th to May 3rd. Sonia will be wearing a special costume and starting in the sub-story Sonia's Party Prep, the finest tea. As part of the broader Curious Tea Party event, Sonia's Party Prep, the finest tea, offers players to earn more gems. Um, Zarina is a grass-type physical striker sync pair that can dish out a huge amount of damage when the move gauge is full. See below for the list. What does Sonia have to do with T? So Masters will pick okay. characters. It's, it's a wild, it's a wild event that's happening and right the now. Characters right. are just really there to tell a story. So Lily wanted a tea party with Poltegeist. Oh boy, that's and, reasonable. That is reasonable. And so enlisted Ingo and Emmett and Sonia to help throw the big tea party. And so Ingo okay. and Emmett got new butler outfits, which are super classy. And for some reason, Sony decided that she wanted uh, Zarina. And then there's a whole another subplot of Wallace trying to convince Lily that the outfit she chose is okay and doesn't need any extra accessories. Because one thing that one thing that Masters does is great is get the character races right. So every so often, Lily really worries about what she looks like and what she's wearing. And so that happened. I pulled this pair. I have Sony and Zarina. I mean, Lily just needs to follow that one piece of classic advice. Put on what you want to wear, and as you head out the door, take one thing off. Yep. What? If you're wearing a onesie, that's a little difficult. No, well, no it's jewelry <laughs> and accessories. That It applies to accessories, um, not to the clothing. Well, they also, what also interesting is happening in the game, which is very, I think, very confusing, is they're doing a riddle event in conjunction with this tea event. And so every day they introduce a new riddle. And A, you only find out what the riddle 
is by going into the events tab, and then it will say a sea of sparkling gems. And then you have to figure out what you have to do in the game to complete that riddle. And it some of them make sense, but other ones you're like, like the blue glittering gem one, I think it was the first one everybody gets, and it's not clear what they mean or what you're supposed to do. So spoiler, turn it off if you don't want to hear. But what it's asking you to do is to go into the training area to the evolution gems. Do them do the one that gives you the large star cluster one, and you should be able to get if you do all three, ten stones, and that completes the event. That one's not clear. The other two are pretty clear, but that one I know a lot of people are like, what? I don't understand because most of them are battle oriented and this is collection oriented. So go in there, go to the event battle. The little event thing will light up, hit it. It will say, this is what today's riddle is. You have 23 days to solve all the, all the riddles. The rewards are good. You get like 200 gems and tickets for each one you solve. Cause I think at the end, if you do them all, you'll get 6,000 gems, which is very nice. Um, but it started now. Just you can go in there, collect the gems. They're not particularly hard puzzles, but some of them just not all of them are battle related. So you do have to do other things in the game to complete it. I just opened up Masters for the first time in like a week. I've been slacking. I got my Serena. I got two Serena now because I have Mallow and normal Serena and Sonya and shiny Serena. Somebody at the Pokemon Company really likes Zarina. I mean, I like Zarina too, but somebody over there really uh, puts Zarina on a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's a good Pokemon. I like it. It's a good Pokemon. Yeah. I can think of another two-legged flower, one that deserves a lot of love, but who am I? That also gets a lot of love. As much yes. as Zarina does. <laughs> yeah. That is not true. All right. We have... um. Some Pokemon Go news and uh, one other thing to talk about, but we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we will go over all that stuff. So be right back. For those unfamiliar with Red, familiar Red fans are, are very dedicated. Very dedicated. I kind of want. I kind of want bread. Bread. I kind of want. I kind of want the bread. The bread. And we are back from our break. Two Pokemon Go things. First one is Spring into Spring with Pokemon Go. There's going to be a Togetic wearing a flower crown, a Togekiss wearing a flower crown, a Lopunny wearing a flower crown, and Tapu Bulu will make its Pokemon Go debut. You're wearing have... a flower crown? <laughs> no, that's We're probably... not that lucky. That's probably next year. We're not that lucky, trainers. You get two times the hatch candy, half the hatch uh, distance, two times lucky egg duration, shadow poke, shadow whimser, wh- whismer, and shadow execute will appear with Team Rocket Go Grunts. On Saturday, April 16th from 11 to 2, there will be a uh, limited research 
where you will get tasks from spinning Pokestops. To complete them, you will get Execute. Execute could be shiny. In celebration of Season of Alola, you can actually evolve Execute into Alolan Executor. This is the first time they're letting that happen in Pokemon Go. During the 11-2, which is when you can evolve your Alolan Executor, you will also get twice the catch XP. And there will be a Go Battle Day on Sunday, April 17th, from 12 a.m. to 12, uh, till midnight, called Beginner's Paradise. With this beginner-friendly Great League and Little Cup active, XP from timed research will be available, and an avatar item is up for grabs. There has never been a better time to try out Go Battle League. <laughs> We got some news in regard to that. We'll circle back. There will be an Ula Ula Island special research from April 12th to June 1st. Throughout the season, you'll be able to collect different special research to learn about the islands of Alola. The special research will be available to collect until the season ends on June 1st. If you complete them by June 1st, you'll unlock a special research bonus line at the end of the season. Okay, I'm laying this out mostly for myself. (laughs) Because this is the Hoopa thing all over again. Yeah, this is the Hoopa thing. And if you don't complete it, they're going to be like, sorry you were so unlucky, trainer, but lucky for you, for $5.99, (laughs) you can auto-complete it. I mean, what are we in right now? We are in the Go go Rocket weirdness. Is that part of this? Do we have to complete that? Because I'm tired of battling those Mm. jokes. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where we're at at this. I'm opening up. I'm looking. What are we at? What is our special research right now? For okay, so now this that's is silent schemes. Oh, I do have to do an a call of adventures. Take three snapshots of wild fire Pokemon. I have that one too, and I haven't is seen this, any I've wild seen fire Pokemon. Wild fire Pokemon in my life. Well, let me tell you. Uh, for the for the spring into spring event, you'll be getting uh Pikachu wearing flower crown, Nidoran, Nidoran, Jigglypuff, Eevee wearing a flower crown, Whismur, Baneri wearing a flower crown, Bunnelby, Chansey wearing a flower crown, Togetic wearing a flower crown. None of those Pokemon are fire. <laughs> are any of those fire types? No. I, did, can can Picky Pack count as a leaving? fire type? It's got red on it. Well, according yeah, that, to Flint in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, Lopunny is a fire type. As well as Griflum. Uh, it knew Fire Punch. <laughs> Don't. We're not going to go down the it knew this move. It. None of them are fire types that are going to count for taking a picture of a wild fire type. I have not seen a wild fire type since I've gotten that to take a picture of. the, They did half the distance for eggs for this event. Also, this event starts on Tuesday, right? Yep, Tuesday. In 2K eggs, you're going to get Pichu wearing a flower crown, Igglybuff, Azuril, uh, Munchlax, and then the the more rare is Happini wearing a flower crown, Togepi wearing a flower crown, Execute. I don't know why Execute isn't the more rare. Um, and then the like super rare or whatever it's called is Chingling and Riolu. Um, the, the, I guess if people forgot, I don't blame you, but Happini wearing a flower crown was like incredibly, incredibly rare last Easter event, um, to the point where like those Pogo YouTubers were like, I hatched 500 eggs and I did not get Happini wearing flower crown or something. I don't know. It was, it was some drama. It's, <laughs> it's the Pokemon Go effect, though. You just wait long enough, they make it easier yep. for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as somebody who didn't buy any eggs this, the last year because I was against buying incubators, um, still against buying incubators, but hey, I, at least I have the, the thought process knowing that maybe it will be slightly easier. 
April Community Day meetups. Okay, so they kind of like soft launched this last month because we, we got that push notification and we were like, why is it saying there'll be more gifts at Mall of America? Yeah. So there will be in-person Community Day meetups, which you got you got Phoenix, Arizona, Oakland, California, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Georgia, Chicago, Illinois, Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, Owensboro, Kentucky, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, Tower Grove Park. Hey, we were there. New York, New York, Houston, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas. Wow, Texas got three. Well, that's a big state. Texas is a big, state. big old place, dude. Yeah, well, um, there, there's the size no of Texas. Minnesota on the except list. for Texas, Seattle, Washington, Jacksonville, Florida, and Los Angeles, California. So those are the official meetup spots in the United States. No Minnesota, no Milwaukee. There's obviously 50 states. A lot of them are missing. Texas got three. The The Florida one seems weird because, like, why would it not be Orlando or why would it not be Tampa? Where was or it in would... Florida? Jacksonville, Jacksonville, which is which is a pretty big place. Yeah, yeah but it's not Miami, there. Tampa, or Orlando. Those are, like, the three biggest. That would be, like... Are you sure of that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, Orlando has you... Disney World. <laughs> so? I mean, and, that means a lot of people pass through, I, but not a lot of people live. I mean, Jacksonville is at the top of Florida. Miami is the biggest Florida city, isn't it? I think Miami uh, is. I, I don't know. What is the largest city in Florida? What? Somebody yell for. Okay, and the, there's assistant. a bunch of European, Middle East, Africa uh, locations, and then there's the Latin America locations, and then there are what are called. So it says, in addition to the following location. Uh, all right, stop the show. Okay. On the, uh, uh, what, what do you think is the largest city in Florida? Miami. Clearwater. Uh, Miami is number two. Oh, Tampa? Uh, uh, Tampa is number three. Is it Jacksonville? <laughs> Jacksonville is the number one largest city in Florida. <laughs> Where is the capital Orlando of Florida? Orlando is fourth. Where's the what? Capital. Is it Jacksonville? Yeah, I think. Isn't Jacksonville the capital of Florida? Oh, I don't know. Look, I don't have to go. I have to do the song to figure it out. <laughs> Hold on. It's going to oh, take me a no. long time to get to Florida. All right, you worry about oh, the song. No. Uh, so they, they say here, um, in addition, trainers can look forward to receiving more items. Tallahassee. They, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Uh, where they, NASCAR's there. Uh, where they can get more items from a Pokestop, and then they ha- they have a bunch of other cities. So like Milwaukee, that what we talked about before, where I used to play. Uh, Orlando is on that list. San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Chicago would be Millennial Park. Hawaii is here, uh, and then Mall of America is on the list for Minneapolis, Bloomington. So we had that before, where we were getting like nine Pokeballs from a stop. I would be curious of what one of these like meetups actually look like the closest one to us would be chicago at maggie daly park i'm not sure where that is um i don't know i don't know like i I, mean so we're still getting bonus items according to the thing on their list yes we yeah mall america still bloomington but yeah mall america still getting bonus items i just don't know what like the official in-person community meetups Mm. look like i think there will be, I think from what Niantic said, there will be a Niantic person there. <laughs> Handing out masks. Yeah, may- 
Maybe handing out those uh, those Professor Willow cards because they printed too many of them. <laughs> Here's a Professor Willow card and a mask. I'm just curious what that looks like. I mean, it's going to be the same community day, but yep. did they make a deal with the park to put up some signs? Did they I have a little photo booth that you can? Yeah, take they a got cute photo, photo booths. There's going to be a standy yeah. of one of the team leaders. Mm-hmm. You won't know which till you get there. And you can take a picture with it. The only, you know what was actually kind of cool is when we first went to that one park, Greg, not the art park, the, the, the long road. It's not even a park. Oh, Victory Memorial. Victory Memorial. It was actually kind of cool, and I hate to say this, that there was some Pokemon Go fans that brought like a whole tent standy thing that you see at like a swamp meet. I don't know what those are called. And a swap meet? Swap meet. Or a swamp a meat. A flea market. There is no such thing as a swamp meat. I mean, there ex- is. Unless you're an alligator. <laughs> Isn't that there where, is, like, the people with there, the, like, cars go, and they park their cars in the mud, and then they open the hood? No, that's a no, mud jam. That's a mud <laughs> that's jam. A that's mud not jam. a swamp meat. A swamp meat <laughs> is when you take your swamp boat, and you go out into the bayou, and get some moonshine and some crawfish. <laughs> I say swamp meat is <laughs> crocodile. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Swap meat is when you're playing an all black Magic the Gathering. Got it. Ooh, true. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yes. <laughs> but they they had their little tent set up. They had uh like a battery station where you could charge your phone. They had like free water. You know who they were? They were. It was. It was like a very nice community thing to do. It reminded me of when the Meltan stuff came out, and people. But you would know break. those people. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying that the, yeah. the effort that's, that yes. community members would put in to help other community members, that's like a nice gesture. So I, I, uh, would, I would like, what would be an in-person meetup? I guess to me, an in-person meetup would be like something like that. Like have a station where you could get water, you could like mingle. But like 99% of, mingle. Po- 99% of Pokemon Go players are just going to look straight at their phone and walk in a circle. Correct. And then you're going to say, hey, water. And they're like, I don't need water. Water will make me use the restroom, and I yeah. cannot and they have take to stop that playing. This is why Mall of America is a great place to play. You have multiple bathrooms. You have... Uh... Most of those bathrooms are trashed. What? No. I actually you, think Mall of America's uh, bathrooms no, are really nice. There. The last time we were at the Mall of America, that kid was walking around unattended, spitting on the floor. <laughs> you know that was happening. You, I you witnessed don't, it. You don't go to the bathrooms off the food court. Those are the worst ones. You no, got to no, go no, down no, to floor no. two. Yes. Floor Correct. two is where the good bathrooms are. Don't tell anyone this. Mm. But you just did. Also, floor two. Look, floor two is hot garbage. Uh, uh Throughout the thing, the only thing good on floor two is the bathrooms. Is the Dairy Queen? Well, there's a Dairy Queen on floor two. You, we were there last time. We were there. It's the Dairy Queen Orange Julius. It's right in the corner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. right by the M M&M and M store. It's, it's like the, you don't pay attention to the world around you. They're next, correct. Next to the M M M store. Yeah, that's true. You got Dairy Queen there. <laughs> Was that the last bit of uh, Pokemon Go news? I think so. I mean, the- and then they announced stuff for Seville. Uh, if you're going to Seville, cool. I would love to go to Seville. I just don't have a thousand dollars to fly to Spain. Now that, dude. Now that, dude. Nor, we- nor a passport. Nor no, a pass- I have a passport. I- My passport works. When are oh. we getting passports, Will? When Will well, and I get time driver's at- license. <laughs> the next time we're at the Mall of America, we can go to the old timey picture. Oh, cool! Store I want to look like a cowboy for my passport. There you photo. go. 
All right. I talked about this on my Twitch stream. Uh, we can talk about it here real quick. Uh, for whatever reason, what Niantic said to me was they didn't think this was that big of a deal. So they're, they put it on their at Niantic help Twitter. Not the Niantic Twitter, not the Pokemon Go Twitter. This is what the tweet says. It says, trainers, where we are tuning the opportunity to obtain rare candy in the game. Rare candy chances will slightly decrease in rating and slightly increase in Go Battle League. You can also now obtain rare candy in gifts. Hashtag Pokemon Go. What comes after Tepig but before Embor? After Tepig, before Embor... Yeah. Uh, that is uh, Pig Knight. Yep. One of them just showed up outside my Yay! front door. Can I take three pictures of him? Take three pictures yes, of it. Yes, that would work. Am I getting lucky? Pig Knight, you were right. Uh, like everything in the Pokemon Go community, people are upset. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, the, like uh, over the years... The it, it was a, it was a slow burn for a lot of I think main series Pokemon fans. I think there's there's a there's an obvious divide between Gen five and Gen six fans. There's like this bitterness that happened when Pokemon went from two D to three D. Oh, and, yeah, that and is. for whatever reason, there's this there's this part of the hardcore fans of main series Pokemon games that just like everything after gen five is, is, is garbage. <laughs> and it's, it's because, everything because after... of the 3d, because they're not sprites, because of the experience share, because of every time I, everything after me, no longer being a child is hot garbage. Now that I have things to compare it to, this isn't as good as when I was an innocent child that didn't know up from down. And you get to something like Sword and Shield, and then every everything they do is like nitpicked, right? Like, oh my god, like Dynamax is dumb. Oh, those trees are so the bad. Trees are bad. Oh, look at that water; it's garbage. Who made water anymore? Shiny hunting is uh, whatever. And I feel like we're we've been at that point in Pogo for a while because I read this, and I actually think this is a great change. And it's I'm actually like like the incense thing was dumb. The the mm -hmm. changing from six hours to three hours for community day, dumb. You could be like, well, I can see the reasons why Niantic wants to do it. Niantic wants to do this to force you to go outside. Niantic wants to do you to do this to play together. This seems great. <laughs> like I, I it's weird that people are complaining. So I'm gonna reread the tweet again. It says we're we're tuning the opportunity to obtain rare candy in the game. Rare candy chances will be slightly decreased in rating and slightly increased in Go Battle League. You can now obtain rare candy in gifts. So let's just ignore that last sentence. You can obtain rare candy in gifts. So they're slightly decreasing it in rating. We don't know exactly what that is. And they're going to slightly increase it in Go Battle League. Rating costs money. Like, yeah, you can raid once a day for free. But if it, but rating is the main way to get rare candy. And there is no other way. I mean, like, yeah, Go Battle League will give you, like, one every five battles or whatever. But, like, five battles is incredibly time-consuming compared to one raid. The raid usually gave... I would say a raid gives, what, like, four to five rare candy. And I'm, I don't know what the new rate is. They say slightly decreased. So let's just pretend that a raid gives five, and now it's only going to give four. and a Go Battle League gives one every five battles, but now they're going to give two every five battles. I don't see how giving free-to-play players, like, 
Because Go Battle League is completely free. I'm going to say completely free with air quotes because you do need, like, you do need to play a lot. You do need to have, like, decent Pokemon to, like, fit those things. You do have to probably Google to be, like, what teams are meta. Like, you do have to put a little bit of work into it. But for all intents and purposes, Go Battle League is free. There is no way around raiding for free unless you're doing seven raids a week, one a day. Yeah, you can do one a yeah, day. Yeah, you get one free one a day. But you can do 20 battles of Go Battle League at no cost. I think well, it's 20 battles a day. N- I mean, and opportunity like, cost, building cost, because do you get the rewards if you lose? Um, No. Well, <sighs> I'm never going to win a Go Battle League. But the real question is, who cares about rare candy? You don't get the rewards if you lose a raid. Your friends won't let you use them. Anyways, yeah, when you want to. Yeah, your you friend you don't will use judge rare candies you. On Even though you're sitting on 267 yeah. rare candies in your bag, your <laughs> friend's like, no, you can't use those. And then you're like, well, why do I have them? L- like I said, you, you, can, you can do 20 battles a day and go Battle League at no cost. Uh, maybe 25. You can only do one raid a day for free. You have to spend money to raid. And that is really the only way you could have gotten mass rare candies over the last, what, five years? Four, four and a half years. It, it, Rare Candy was a very pay-to-get item in the game. I, I think you're you're looking at it from a perspective of somebody who plays a lot, because obviously I have a ton of Rare Candies, and I don't pay for raids nope. ever. Um, and the thing is, it's like, I could use my one free raid every day to do a one-star raid, like an easy one that I can do myself, get a rare candy you would probably get like one rare candy if you're lucky because the the five star raids give you like four to five well are they going to make it so that one stars give none i don't know doesn't say that but i mean it's like i can you know get get the dribble of rare candies without having to do go battle league which it's up in the air because i can't really determine whether i'm going to win or not like once once you have a team for Go Battle League, like I have the same team for Go Battle League since the start of Go Battle League. It's a it's a, a Wigglytuff, a Skarmory, and a Vigoroth, and it's for great. I League. thought you had to use Meltan. <laughs> no, you don't have to use no Mel, or no, Mel Metal. Mel Metal for Team Rocket. Mel Metal's good hard countering against Team Rocket. <laughs> and any, it's not like yes, I do. I, I, there's, I'm not going to sugarcoat that you do have to spend Stardust and you do have to. Power up Pokemon to get a GBL thing ready. I feel like almost all these complaints are, I don't play Go Battle League, so this is bad. Yes, I agree. That is my complaint. And And I don't want to play Go Battle League. But even in that case, it's like, okay, those those are still players too. They're still trying to enjoy the game. It's still a mechanic of the game. Like the whole, the the, the game world as a whole is still the game world as a whole. Whether you do everything or not. Like in Destiny, you can be like, I don't play Iron Banner. I don't play Trials of Osiris. But all the guns in Destiny have to be balanced for every type of play. Whether that's a raid, a strike, Crucible, Trials of Osiris. So let's say like you absolutely hate Go Battle League. That that's your complaint. I feel like then you're missing the last sentence of you can now obtain rare candy in gifts. How is that oh, not I didn't an hear incredible that. change? I like that one. I do lots of gifts. So again, yes, may, the slight rare candy decrease in rating. 
something that costs money to do. Opening 20 gifts and sending 100 gifts a day costs you no money. Again, we. Wait, if you're I, sending 100 gifts a day, how come I don't get a gift from you every day? <laughs> you can send Excuse? up to 100 gifts a day. Hey, I sent you a gift yesterday. Dubious. I think I put a... Don't put stickers on gifts you send to me. I don't look at them. Stop wasting your time and your stickers. Sorry. Accept my I'm, sticker. I am. I accept it and with the ignorance of my eyes, being blind to whatever you stuck on there. I think, and maybe maybe Greg can speak to this, but like, there's this, there's there is something called a there there is a game economy, and I feel like it's not talked about, but game economies exist in every game. I think Sword mm-hmm. and Shield has a great game economy. I think Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl has a terrible game economy, and the game economy ranges from um, the currencies that are in the game, whether that's money or watts or uh, battle points. Or dinocrystals, right. or so. How much whoppers. time am I putting in for said reward? And can said reward be cashed in for these other things and these other things? And there's always the conversation of nerfs and buffs. And if we look at a game like I'm going to use Apex Legends, characters get nerfed, and then characters get buffed. Just say Pokemon Unite. Everybody, it's a Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, game. we'll do we'll do Pokemon Unite. Same thing. It literally any competitive game. They'll nerf a character and then they'll buff another character and then people will will complain that their character got nerfed. And the the standard complaint is instead of nerfing characters, just make other characters better. But at that point, you start to introduce a power creep. Mm-hmm. And even characters that get nerfed, good example would be Lucario, are still very good because they're doing specific things. Now they like, are clearly playing a different game too. <laughs> <laughs> Those Lucario players, Those Lucario, in their whole they have world. a different. They have a different UI. They have to have a different map because <laughs> I don't know what map they are using. Because you know that would be an mine. awesome game if there was like some game where like everybody's playing a, a different game and yet you still see what the other people are doing. That oh, let's do so it. Cool. The nerf and buff doesn't really make sense in the se- like nerfing and buffing for power creep does make sense in that instance. And if you want to look at a game. That had, uh, in my opinion, a really bad power creep. I just Google the words Pokemon trading card game and go back about 25 years when the highest HP was 120. And look at the HP of Pokemon now. This Morpeko it's over 9,000. This v-, v Union I held up is like 330 or something <laughs> insane like that. But so, also, be- attacks do like 5 billion. So I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, power creep is a real thing. There, I, obviously, there's no like power creep in like the uh, rare candy situation, but there is an economy in a rare candy situation. And the only other example I can I can maybe bring up that maybe players don't think about is in in Final Fantasy XIV. You can get well, uh, Greg's attention here, or in a game like oh, World yeah. of Warcraft. There is uh, in Final Fantasy XIV, you have armor and weapons, and your weapons and armor can degrade. And if you do, like, maybe two to three hours of playing and not, not like, standing there dancing, which you could easily spend two to three hours, but, like, going through the dungeons and doing the raids and out in the world, if you do, like, two to three hours of that, your armor will be degraded. And you have to go to a store person and hit the button that says repair all armor, and it's usually, like, a thousand gil. Gil is the money in the game. That mechanic in itself is not fun. It's a bad mechanic. Like, every two to three hours, I have to walk. It, it's, it's not... It's just tedious. Like, I, I got to remember to go to a person. I got to talk to them. They got to repair my armor. 
And if you forget to repair your armor and you're in a dungeon or something, you'll do like less damage, you'll take more damage. It's it's not a fun mechanic. But the reason that exists is to actually balance the game economy. If they have no if the game has no way to get rid of gill, then the gill gets out of control and then breaks that game economy. Now you might be saying, well, what's a thousand gill from me? That's like, I have six million gill. What's a thousand gill? This is just tedious. I have to go there. If Final Fantasy 14 has 10 million active players, I think it has more. But let's say 25. Let, let's just say that 10 million people log in and 10 million people log in a day and they play five hours. It means they're probably repairing their armor twice, which is 2,000 gill times. 10 million players. That's a lot of gill that's getting removed from the game. And so literally the only reason that exists is to balance that game economy. So coming back to Pokemon Go, Rare Candy is one of the best items in the game, and they're trying to balance the game economy. I'm not saying that Niantic is balancing the game economy well here (laughs) because we don't have exact numbers, but for them to be like, hey, we're giving you rare candy and gifts, a completely free way to get rare candy. And we're, we're slightly decreasing it from a very paid way to get rare candy. And we're also putting some more rare candy over here for these players to reward them. You might be mad that you don't play Go Battle League and the only thing you do is spend money and raid. But overall, when I read this, this is an incredibly healthy change to a game economy that benefits more players than it hurts. The, the people it's quote-unquote hurting are the people spending all the money. And if anything, if we learn from the last two weeks of conversation with Niantic, stop giving them money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. I, I will say that the armor degradation has a different purpose. Like, getting rid of, balancing out the game economy is not its main function, but it is a function of armor degrading. But yeah, I mean, overall, I don't, I think the way they word these things makes people think I have to do a thing that I don't want to do Mm -hmm. to to still get what I was getting before. And they buried the lead. They should have put the gifts up front. Right. Gifts should be first. (laughs) Rare candy now available in gifts. And reducing it in raids, increasing it. I don't want to get too (laughs) mad at them for, for like, they could have left off that they are dropping it in raids and it would have taken a bunch of people a long time to notice that the average was down. <laughs> the, the data <laughs> then they would have gotten the yelled at for not communicating. Yeah. It's but like a double edged sword for them. So I, don't, I, won't, I won't say like it would have been better to leave that off, but as a person that's sitting on 300 rare candies, in the PvE and even in raids, you don't really need rare candies mm-hmm. as much you as you need it in the Battle League where Correct. those levels and CPs matter yeah i mean to be completely so, fair like if you're just raiding hardcore you don't, you don't ever really need rare candy right just so they're shifting more. it they're shifting it think of it this way if it if you're upset that they're shifting it to the people who actually have a lot of use for them they're shifting it to the players that see more benefit from getting rare candy and shifting it away from players who also don't get a lot of benefit from having a lot of our candy, which is raiders. You just don't need it. And and that is very true because right, hardcore raiders will 
do a hundred raids for a single Pokemon and then be like, okay, I got the perfect, I got the perfect, the perfect version of it, put it in a box, done. Right. And they've shifted also to compensate for raiders. They shifted to gifts that you get from pending, spending the poker shops that you would do when you're doing the raids. Mm -hmm. Like they are just shifting it to the people that would use it more that get a benefit from actively using it. And if you are a hardcore raider and you never go battle league, you don't have a lot to stand on because I guarantee you are just sitting on rare candies. You are just sitting on them. They are eating up space in your bag because you just don't need it that often. And your friend won't let you use them. And your friend won't let you use them or will judge you so heavily that you are afraid to use them in their presence. Well, raiding... Like, look, if you if, if the thing about Pogo you like is raiding, and for whatever reason you like powering Pokemon up to 40, and then you like to grind out the XL candy and grind them up to 50, which I'm on the level 46 to 47 task in getting a Pokemon to... Getting a Pokemon to 50 is not difficult. It's just tedious. Mm. I want Pikachu at level 50. Why? I'm not going to use them in raids. It's just I have so much Pikachu candy that this is the easiest one I can get to 50. How do I get more XL candy? I just make Pikachu my buddy, and I just walk. That's it. And then if I see Pikachu in the wild, I'm, I get excited because I like I get six extra candy, <laughs> and I pin up it, and like that's it. Like if you want to walk with a Dialga, it's more tedious because Pikachu I think is one k to get a candy. I think Dialga is ten k, and like Eevee is like five k or whatever. But as somebody who has done over a thousand legendary raids and over a thousand non-legendary raids. I've done a lot of raids, maybe not as much as some of the whales out there who raid, you know, seven, eight times a day. I, I don't even look at my team. I just, whatever six you pick, that's fine. Whatever six you pick, I'm not even going to look at the screen. I'm not, the rewards are going to come through. I'm going to, I'm going to move on. I don't need to, like, maybe if you lived in a, in, in the middle of nowhere and there's only two of you and you needed like max Pokemon to do a Tapu Bulu. I get it. You're already <laughs> we've talked about this before. Yeah, you're already, you're at, a already disadvantage. at a disadvantage. Like if you live on a if you live on a Pokestop, you're at a huge disadvantage. You'll never you'll never have to buy Pokeballs in the entire world because you literally live on a Pokestop. But to but even, again, and they even, use the word slightly, like But even in that situation, even in the situation of you need to max out because you're in a rural area, the change to gifts helps you immensely. Because you can get twenty gifts from the same from anybody. Well, yeah, you like, can get. Well, yes, you sending right. gifts is doesn't you get sending you. gifts and you receiving gifts benefits you because you can make friends anywhere in the world and they can send you gifts. Uh, and that is actually one of the few things that's like Niantic actually does to build a community and make you have friends in game. Or you can do the mistake that I do sometimes and say, "Hey, I need one friend," and I post my code to Twitter. And then I give one simple instruction, tell me what your name is in game and reply to this. And then I get like 50 unknown people. None of you are getting accepted because you didn't follow my instructions. But it's, it is actually helps you if you're in an outer area that you can get it from gifts that you don't have to try to spend money in remote raids. And you don't have to like wait the one day for the one raid in the one water tower that's in the middle of the city <laughs> that's close by. Like, even for those people, this is a benefit by switching that out. It is 
It is in the nature of everybody to complain. It is in the nature to look at something when they're saying they're decreasing something to feel like you're taking something away from me. Um, and it's really easy to get locked in that mindset. But I think if you look at it overall, they are actually spreading it out in a more balanced way that will benefit everybody more. That that was a thing in Destiny 2 where, um, well, Destiny, Destiny as well. Where when they re- when they released the Trials of Osiris, which is an incredible, like way super competitive three v three, and they put specific emblems and specific weapons behind Trials of Osiris, and there was a bunch of Destiny players that were like, "I hate PvP," and I've collected every emblem and every gun in this game, and now you're telling me, Bungie, I can't do that anymore. Bungie was like. This is something we were really passionate about. This yeah. is a part of a game that it, that a lot of our players like. We encourage you to meet up with other players, get good, <laughs> like get good at <laughs> pe- like and try to enjoy this experience we're creating. For for better or for worse, Niantic wants you to play Go Battle League. Battling is a part of the Pokemon universe. That is what you do in the main series game. We can only hope that Go Battle League gets better i have experienced joy from the fun little cups they do like the love cup or the jungle cup like these these are very like the jungle cup you only need 500 cp very you didn't need 1500 you didn't need 2500 you didn't need max but but even if you don't like the go battle league stuff if you'll never do the go battle league stuff if you hate pvp i get it adding rare candy to gifts is a great change for a lot of players a lot of players I yeah. consider myself a hardcore Pokemon Go player. I'm level 46. I got 1,500 rare candy. I've I spend probably 15 to 20 dollars a month on Pogo. I mean, I'm not a whale. Whales are like probably like 15 to 20 dollars a week. I I've done 2,000 plus raids. I play Pogo every day. I mean, no, a leech because that's what I am. I'm leeching off yeah, of everybody. There you go. But the the voices you hear on twitter or the 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 reddit threads those well sometimes complaint, those the complaint factory aka reddit those yeah. people don't represent the majority of players like even the whales are such a small 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 portion of the player base i would i would imagine that almost all pokemon players won't even notice there's a difference i certainly won't uh, until you told me this was happening I barely pay attention to what I get from gifts as it is. Oh, I I, I don't even look at what my raid rewards are. I no. just tap through it as fast and as possible. I tap clear through. Let's get let's get moving. Well, what I am I what, like, what, what am I going to do? Be like, wow, four rare candies. This oh, only f- five this time. <laughs> only, four. This, like, who well, okay, cares? Just move on. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the weird loot box. Um, hiding things behind PvP is a tried and true game mechanic. Destroyer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they do it in. It, the Final Fantasy, there's only certain mounts and armor you can get from PvP. There are certain things that's to encourage you to try that area if you really want to. I will never do it. I don't like PvP. I don't enjoy it. Yeah, for it, Greg, it's not like it. a pogo thing. It's like no. an all-game thing. It's an all-game <laughs> thing. But also, y'all need to deal with your FOMO hardcore. Feeling like you're missing out because you're not getting two extra rare candies that you can now <laughs> only get through Great Battle League. Sit down and think, does this really change how I play the game? 
again, we don't know how many uh, they're decreasing. They uh, right. again, the tweet says but, like, slightly. Really, to sit down and think, how like like if I don't get those PvP emblems, what does that do? What does that really do for me? There's a lot of a lot of games have killed my FOMO for for like oh I want to get all the achievements because ultimately when that game shuts down all those achievements go away anyways yep. like Destiny one losing all of your whatever's it was that you spent uh, all the I time collecting yeah I know but like these are digital goods that you're renting anyways so like maybe like sit down and really think am I losing a lot. Before you like go on a on a screed about the fact that they're slightly decreasing it in one area and increasing it because it does sound like overall they're either keeping it at the same levels or you'll get slightly more because of gifts. Well, even well, it also this part of the conversation. Like if you do a one star raid, you get significantly less rare candy versus a five star raid. So if you really care about rare candy, are you just grinding out five star raids? Because you're, you're, you're probably not doing Rockruff raids because you want rare candy. You're probably spending the dollar on Rockruff because you want the 1 in 500 chance for shiny Rockruff. Like, let's not pretend that this company is incredibly money-grabby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are heavy, heavy money Like I Like, it's still, it's still... I'm a big Pokemon Go fan. It is still incredibly frustrating and mind-blowing to think about, hey, do you want to spend a dollar on Rockruff? Like that is such a weird sentence <laughs> to come out of your mouth and think. Like, I agree. Do you want to spend a dollar on a? Let's get rid of Rockruff for a second. Do you want to spell a spend a dollar on Bell Sprout? Like, Bell Sprout. I see this change as good. I think adding rare candy to gifts, encouraging people to open gifts, to send gifts, to go out and spend stops to get gifts. It, it fits with yeah. Niantic's thing of, hey, go out and explore, go out and spend some Pokestops, get some gifts, send those gifts, do it again. Here's Rare Candy, one of the best items in Pogo. Now you can get for free without spending a dollar. I, I just see it as a good change. I see it as, for me, it's a neutral change. Like, fine. <laughs> like, yes. I am sitting on so many Rare Candies, and I don't know what to spend them on anyways, because really, Rare Candies and leveling my Pokemon are things I only do when it tells me that I have to. Oh, well, don't get me started on, like, the... Don't spend any of your candies until you do enough raids, until you get a perfect 15, 15. Like, uh, how dare you spend your rare candies? I don't know. All dumb. Yeah. Don't spend your rare the candies on Melmetal. Melmetal. Don't spend your rare candies on Melmetal. <laughs> you can open it once a week and no, just no, get you it can that open way. it every three days. Every three days, you can That's... try to set a reminder to go into Melmetal exactly. or you can okay. do this well, one you thing. You don't that would spend make the rare candies on Melmetal because you have unlimited access to Melmetal forever. You don't have unlimited access to Mewtwo. I got eight Mewtwo's. Well, use rare candy on Mewtwo. Power one up. Better have Shadow Ball, though. It's no good for yeah. Team Go Rocket, like yeah. you said. No, Melmetal is Mel very Mel good. Mel is a hard counter, so you should. Hey, Will. I give you permission to spend those candies. Do Ooh, not nice. use rare candies. It's, I it's know. Happening. That's like using rare right candies now. on Pikachu. They got you, Pikachu everywhere. I give you free permission to play Thank the game you. how you want to how play the game. How dare you use your rare candy and play the game differently than me? Hey, question they of the week. Uh, it's the question of the week. Uh, this question I thought was really good. This is from Citizen. 
off our YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like, subscribe, I don't know, comment below. We'll read your question, maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Um, I question, mean, we'll read I, it. It, it does, may not make it on the show, but someone, somebody in this group is going to read it. Uh, I Look, I read all the YouTube comments of every podcast, and 99% of them are nice. Question of the week. For each host, how high have you increased your Pokemon in inventory space in Pokemon Go? What are your n- max numbers of personal storage? Approximately how full are these spaces any given day? It's such a okay. question. This is what, how much okay. money have you spent in Poco? <laughs> so well, my Pokemon storage, I can store up to 1,450. What? 1,400? Yeah. Oh, boy. My Pogo uh, store. Well, how full is it? How full is it? And right now I'm at 1,428. 1,428. 1,428, and what's the max storage? 1,450. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That bothers me that it's not a round number, like 1,500. Oh, wow. Oh, well, then give me money. Come <laughs> exactly. in, send me coins. Okay, well, what's your what's your Pokemon storage? Uh, it is 3,600, Okay, and I have 2,870 Pokemon Jeez. stored. Okay, my storage is 4,000. Good Grief, why? And I have 3,979. Oh, actually, I just did a bunch of battles, so I could buy more Pokemon storage. Right, here's the question. Right now, how much will you give me to make that a round number? No, nothing. Well, then it's not happening. Okay. If I well, can okay. make this 1,452 storage, I would do it in a heartbeat. Right, you also your... have to understand that after the first Pokemon Go Fest, I got a credit from Niantic, yes. which I literally <laughs> yeah. only used to buy Pokemon storage. Yeah. I mean, I during during the during the pandemic, it was really easy to just leave <laughs> to drive around the neighborhood and leave things in gyms and then get 50 coins. It's the only way that I've gotten storage <laughs> of. Okay. By leaving what about, things what about... randomly through my neighborhood. What about item storage? Oh, item storage is worse. My item storage is four thousand five hundred. What gravy? And I have I have four thousand four hundred items currently. I will say, out of those four thousand four hundred items, this is really funny from the uh, the conversation we just had. Of the four thousand four hundred items, one thousand five hundred and seventy three of those items are rare candy. What? Oh my! Word. Are you doing with your life? Okay, Will. What is your storage? Uh, so my item storage is at two thousand three hundred. Uh, <laughs> I have two thousand two hundred and sixty in use, and thing that I have the most of. Anyone's guess? Rare candies. No. Probably uh, pokeballs. TM. Charged. Pokeballs. Oh. Seven hundred and two pokeballs. Uh, my upper limit for item storage is 1,550. This is why you hate Pokemon Go. How can you live this way? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you you have just proof, proved to the listening audience that you just fill it up with garbage you don't need. I, I need every rare candy and for I have something. <laughs> for what? For what? You don't allow anybody to use it. Yes. I, Known right hoarder. I have 1,518 items taking up my space, and I have 321 rare candy. That's a good question. Like, you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need the space. Look, I Why know. am I giving them money? I'm giving them money so I can hoard 
garbage in my virtual space. Or I can just check it. Like, do you know how many berries I throw out every day to make space? Because I'm just they're just going to give me more berries, mm -hmm. and nice I never thing, use them. The nice thing about space in Pokemon Go that makes it somewhat unique is that it is permanent. It is yeah. not yeah. a consumable. And every once in a while, when I'm feeling really, really tired and I just don't want to deal with it, I will buy more storage space That's for how they get you today. It's the only time it goes up, and I will use the coins I got from sitting on gyms. Uh, one more question from YouTube here. This is from uh, Frank. Where do you see the show in five years? Do you want to grow it, maintain what you've created, move on to other things? Love the show. Keep up the great work. Are those? Is it multiple choice? Yeah, you can pick one. <laughs> move on to other things. All right, done. What are you going to move on to? Uh, uh, have I, I talked to you? Have I proselytized about my love for bike packing? Oh yeah, yeah. What yeah, is okay. Yeah. There we All go. Right. You're gonna be. You're, I, I made you watch a YouTube about bikepacking at your own house. You're, you're gonna be out bikepacking. Look, I yes. don't look. As I get older, the desire to change things in my life decreases drastically. <laughs> <laughs> I like my routine. I look. I I can't answer this for my career that matters, much less a podcast that I do for fun. Yeah. Um. I mean. Do I want do I want the show to still exist in five years? Yeah. Do I want Pokemon to exist in five years? Yeah. Do I want to be a part of it in five years in some port? Absolutely. Uh, for me, like obviously, I want the the show to grow. I think there was like one I mean, point in my life gets where paid for this, so yeah, it's your <laughs> job. <laughs> I think at one point in my life, I, I I did have I did think to myself like, oh, I don't want to be known as like the Pokemon guy forever. Well, get wrecked. <laughs> and that doesn't like, start working on a different personality trait because this is the only one you got so far. Oh my gosh, that that doesn't like bother me anymore. And I think maybe it's just by being in the content creation space for so long and liking Pokemon so much that I I got over that that identity crisis. I guess like like I was I was saying on Twitch, I've been playing Elden Ring on Twitch, uh, which I I, I really really enjoy. It's really great, um, and I know my viewership on Twitch is is significantly lower because it's not a Pokemon game, and I think somebody said, like, oh, are you just burnt out or sick of Pokemon? And the genuine answer to that question is, like, no. Like, I have so much to do in Pokemon. Like, I want to, I want to get to Master Rank and Unite because I... I like Unite. Get out of my level. I want to build a new competitive team in Sword and Shield. I want to practice for the IC. I want to play the IC. I want to... I still have, like, four shiny hunts in Sword and Shield. I want a shiny hunt shaman in BDSP. I still play Pokemon Go every day. I still play Pokemon Masters every week. Not every day, to be fair. Every week. Um, <laughs> I... I I'm almost done with my black two white two Pokedex. I almost have the shiny charm and black two white two. I'm missing like 80 Pokemon out of like the 500 or whatever Pokemon are in that game. I have a bunch of things I need to do in X and Y before Pokemon Bank eventually closes one day. I have a bunch of things to do in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Like I have so many things. I literally have a to do list of things to do in Pokemon games and not bored. Like I have so many things I want to do Is and that I'm excited to do and that I'm like. I really want to do, and right now, I right now I just want to spend a week or two playing Elden Ring. But that doesn't mean I'm burnt out of Pokemon. I'm yeah, just like the, this is a cool question, new game. The question and the thought process of when you switch to something else, are you burned out? Taking breaks from things is how you don't get burnt out. Correct. Taking a break 
instead of having it be your 24-7 is how you don't burn yourself out. Like, that is a sign of a healthy relationship. <laughs> it's why you have to take vacation days at work. You know what's it's funny? Why- is, is I feel like Pokemon fans, specifically on Twitch, they actually don't play any other games. And it's like, it's kind of weird to be like, like, it's kind of the experience share thing I think of where people are like, oh, I hate that Pokemon has like experience share always on. And it's like, have you never played any other JRPG? This is like a very, very common thing. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think they do do other things, right? Like, but they just don't contextualize it in the same way. I'm sure they play other games. I'm sure they do other aspects of their life. Yeah. It, it, their life is not 24-7. I wake up, I switch on Pokemon, I play it for an eight-hour job, and, and then come well, like those are Pokemon Go players. Those are Pokemon Go players. <laughs> and even they do other things. I, I do think like p- people can be mystified when you do something else for your job. It's like, I don't work on the same courses when I'm making courses for work. I do switch around and I do work for different departments because my the the department and the teams that I work for, I have the most I've been working there for 25 years. I know their stuff inside and out. And quite frankly, I'm tired of dealing with them sometimes. And to continue working with them, I need to go elsewhere to be like I just need to see what else is happening because I also need to be aware of what else is happening in other aspects? It's the same with games. If you only play Pokemon and that's your only reference for JRPGs, you are missing out where the rest of the community is going. Because Pokemon is very conservative in the months and the things that they change. Yes. But you can learn a lot from more for lesser known titles or titles that change more often. You can look at like Final Fantasy, which no two games are ever the same, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but they follow certain formulas. Like there is a a huge health benefit and an insight benefit by switching to other things. It's a we used to call it media literacy back in the day. They still still think they do. But it's why you watch other genres of TV. It's why you look at other pieces of art. It's why you look at other things so you can develop a, a stronger literacy. And so when you come back to those things that you love you can both appreciate them more and understand why the flaws exist and better contextualize your arguments for the changes that you want or the things you like to see or have a better understanding of why things work and so taking breaks turning off a game switching to elden ring which is like the hot new thing hey let's see what everybody's excited about because those are things that you can say, I like this and I want this in the thing that I love. All of those things are great ways to improve how you love the things that you love, stop you from getting burnt out, and stop you from living in sort of a myopic one view of it can only be this way and it should only ever be this way. And I think a lot of people who really hyper-focus on fandoms and how fandoms turn toxic is because they don't branch out to see what's happening elsewhere. And so they get very closely identified with that one thing, and then change bothers them because they feel like they're changing. They're they're having to change when the world, if they had been paying attention, had already changed around them. They just weren't paying attention. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things also about 
like I like I, I I'm very confident that the podcast will exist in five years and I hope the podcast is bigger in five years and I hope it reaches more people. Um, but the thing that has always stuck with me is when people reach out to me, whether that's like Twitter or Discord or, or Slack or, or wherever, and they're like, I found your show and your show made me love Pokemon again. And like I was or and or I was a casual Pokemon fan. But now I started playing Pokemon Go, or now I, I did download Pokemon Masters, or I did take your advice, and I did try Bravely Default, because I heard you compare Bravely Default to Pokemon Legends or whatever, and I really like that game. I have I had tons of people in the last week go, I've never played a Dark Souls game, and I, I had no interest in Elden Ring, and I watched you play Elden Ring, and I saw how much fun you were having with it, and I went out and picked it up. And that's, like, great. Like, I think... Yeah, that if if like Pokemon is my number one, always will be my number one. But I love branching out and playing other stuff because it makes me think about Pokemon in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like all through Elden Ring, I was like, the auto save is on. I can't, I can't like save scum like I can in Pokemon. Like I can't like. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe there's a setting to turn it off. And like Eld and in Elden Ring, uh, there's um. You die way too much in that game for an autosave not to be permanently on. That's all I'm going <laughs> to yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> you are already losing so much progress. And then, like, also in, in Elden Ring, it's like I am fighting things that I am underleveled, severely underleveled for. And I think about that in the sense of Pokemon. Like, what if I went into this gym severely underleveled? Would I have as fun of time being underleveled in Pokemon that I have in Elden Ring? And I don't know what the that loop is yet. I don't I mean and I think about it. I don't know. Is it is it because I get to the battle so fast? Is it because like there's different opportunities to like still win? Is it because they got lucky? Is it because I got lucky? How does that apply back to Pokemon if I was underleveled? If I'm overleveled, punishment is there a big punishment in Elden Ring when you die? Do you lose a lot of stuff? You so every time you kill something in Elden Ring, you get um like currency, and that currency at, and that you use that currency to buy everything. It's the economy in the game, so you can use it to buy new items. You can use but it to, if you if you die, if the boss defeats you, what do you lose? When you die, you lose all the currency you are currently holding. Mm. So if you're going through a dungeon. And you, there's not a good way back and there's not a good way forward and you die, all your currency drops there and you have to go back and pick it up. If you die on your way to go back and pick it up, it is permanently gone. Now you could backtrack to drop off your currency and spend it, but every time you drop it off, all the enemies reset. So if you're like ah. 90% through the dungeon and you're like, I'm about to fight the boss, but I don't want to lose all this currency I'm holding... And you go back to spend it, so you because you can go into the boss with no currency, and you're like, "There's no punishment. I got nothing to lose except, you know, time. Time. But if you go back to drop it off before the boss, you now have to defeat all the enemies you defeated to get back to the boss. So there's a, there's a certain point in the game well, where you're I've like, "I've seen you run around them and just ignore them. <laughs> I've true. seen you d- jump <laughs> off mean, a cliff. You could have like twenty thousand souls, and you're like." I can I can level twice with 20,000 souls and then you accidentally die and you go oh no big deal it's right up the elevator and then you run straight to the elevator and then you realize the elevator has not been lowered and then you fall down the hole of the elevator cuz you're not paying attention and then you're like well I guess I really didn't need those 20,000 souls <laughs> I I watched you get crushed by a spike ceiling multiple <laughs> times and I was so frustrated watching you deal with that 
that I literally left. I'm like, I can't with this right now. Did you watch me spend two hours on a dragon last night? And then get the dragon uh, to one HP and then I, die. I saw you ride a horse in front of fire twice. And I'm like, nope, we're out because I know what this is. <laughs> I know how this loop is going to go and I'm done. <laughs> there's something very, it's a, it's a Twitch thing, but there's something very um, nice, I guess, about like being very close to beating a boss and like seeing your Twitch chat like freak out of like, oh, it's going to happen. And then, like, you die. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh dragon. <laughs> I mean, everything's different when you have an audience. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Pokemon of the Week. If I was sitting at home watching you, watching myself die, I'd be like, we're out of this game. Mm. All right. Last week's Pokemon, uh, the gender ratio for the baby Pokemon is different from the gender ratio for, I guess, what you would call the middle evolution even though it came before the baby in the final evolution, um, so that there was a certain percentage of the babies whose gender would switch uh, as it evolved, but that um, mechanic was taken out of the games, uh, beginning with Pokemon X and Y and any future games, where you could get this baby Pokemon and evolve it. I should know this. I should know this. It's... Mantike. It's Azuril. Azuril. Wait, what? It is? Oh, yeah, you're right. It is Azuril. <laughs> I was still wrong. <laughs> Wait, you actually thought it was Mantike? Yeah, because I know there's a bait. I, I did think it was Mantike. No, you're right. It is Azuril. <laughs> Yo, I know. I'm I know right. it's I'm just surprised how confident you were about Mantike. <laughs> Look, I didn't think much of it last week. I just, when Will said it last week, I was like, oh, Mantike. And then I never thought about it again. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> boy. Uh, the Polka Dot Pokemon. Does, does Earl have Polka Dots on it? Hey, that's what it's called. I mean, it's got a dot, doesn't it? That it sits oh, on? Oh, yeah, it's cheeks. Or, okay. Polka Dots are known in Japan as Misutama, literally meaning water balls. This may explain why Azuril is known as the Polka Dot Pokemon. Oh. Because mm. it's a little water ball. Prior to Generation 6, because Azuril's gender ratio does not match that of its evolved form and its evolutions is not dependent on gender, being 75% of... Being 75... Wait, what is this? Being female, 75% of Azuril's is the only Pokemon to do this. From Generation 6 and onwards, Azuril retains its gender upon evolving despite the gender ratios being different. That is the trivia that the whole thing was based off of. So garbage. They should have kept it. That was the best part. Oh, I didn't know it was normal fairy. Yeah. Is that water at all? Wait, what? Not, it's not water until it evolves. I didn't know that, actually. I had no clue. I, that, uh, like, if, 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 if there was a daily squirtle... You would have lost. I would have lost. Oh, uh, man. When those things come up good. on my TikTok, I'm like, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good shuffle, great shiny. Yeah, good shiny, good shiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's next right. week's Pokemon? Since I was under the weather this week, or I still am, no, it's whatever. Uh, no. <laughs> Chat time. It's, just, it's very short. <sighs> this is a Pokemon. No. This is a Pokemon whose name could be taken to mean shade. That is to say, out of the sun. That's all you That's it. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for making it to the end. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Uh, we will be back next week, and then uh, Greg and I will be at PAX. Uh, we have a panel 
on Friday. With a mystery person that I have, you still have not no. introduced me to. His name is Abdallah. What have you made any introductions or even tried? Look, I, I message this no. dude like once a week, and he takes of uh, seventeen days to get back to me. I don't know what his deal. You can't trust YouTubers. Oh, it's a YouTube. Yeah. What is this life you're dragging me down? I feel like to? here's the here's the tea. I feel like if you you're primarily you're to say if that. your primary way of making content is Twitch, very easy to get a hold of. If your primary way of making YouTube making content is YouTube, inaccessible. Yeah, because they spend seventy two hours making a hundred videos and then they and then shut they off their for the rest of the week. <laughs> I know Purple Cliff doesn't even answer my texts anymore. Uh, Go on. So our panel is on Friday, April 22nd. It's called Let's Fight Over the Best Pokemon. And Greg and I will be there with Abdallah. And then I will be doing a different panel with Abdallah on Saturday. I don't know the exact time. I, I want to say it's... I apparently have a lot of free time on Saturday, folks. So hit me up. I, I want to say it's at like 6 or 6.30. Um, and then on uh, Saturday, weather permitting, Greg and I will be in the Boston Common Gardens doing community day stuff. You're more than welcome to join. Uh, we'll probably get uh, a location slash where we're starting uh, are by the statue. The, yeah, the 800 statues in the <laughs> Boston Common Parks. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll figure that. I think there's a bridge. Uh, I think there's two bridges, by the, though. By the statue bridge. Um, there's a duck statue in the park. We could meet at the duck statue. There's only one duck. No, True. no ducklets. Du- but it's a gold duck. Get it? The golden duck, but gold. Uh, anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Will is at wash. Uh, <laughs> Will is at washing the sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff, Twitch, PKMNCAST. For all of that, uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by heading to patreon.com slash pkmncast. I think we're almost back up at 500 patrons. And if you are a patron, thank you so much. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode. We will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super, I want to see the Lucario map. I want to see what game you're playing. This show is supported by Patreon. A shout out to all our producers who support our show at a high level, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Ryan, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Smash, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, and Alvaro. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. If you would like your name read at the end of the show or you just want to support, it's super effective. You can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T or ISE.cash in order to support the show if you want to. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week.